Welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach and a mum. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self-development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. So today is a solo episode and I'm going to be talking about how to create healthy relationships with others without the resentment. So just before we get into today's episode though, I do want to share some really exciting news with you all. So obviously a few weeks ago, I dropped a couple of little hints that something was coming and that it was going to be free and that it was about me giving back to my community. And so today I'm excited to announce what that something is. So if you didn't know, it is my birthday coming up and I have decided to throw a virtual birthday party and you are invited. Okay. So I am hosting a free five-day challenge to help you unlock your inner wisdom called Intuition Ignition. So this is for you if you are feeling lost or stuck in life and want to tap into your innate wisdom to help you find the answers you are seeking. So even if you aren't necessarily seeking answers on something specific right now, learning how to tap into your intuition is one of the most powerful resources that you can use to unlock your full potential and bring you clarity whenever you are faced with a decision in life. So one thing that I've found with tuning into your intuition is that the more you learn to listen to it and learn how to tune into it, the clearer it becomes. So my aim for you with this virtual birthday event, Intuition Ignition, is to help guide you in creating a space where you can learn to connect with yourself and your intuition on a deep level and also to give you a platform and an opportunity for accountability because this is a five-day challenge where I'm going to be dropping in every day with one thing that you can do to help you connect your intuition. And so if you do the one thing every day that I drop in with, I guarantee that you are going to learn to connect with yourself on a deeper level and gain that clarity and direction in life that you are seeking. So this five-day intuition ignition event is going to be hosted via Facebook. So there'll be a Facebook group where I will drop in daily with one strategy to help you connect with your intuition. And obviously there'll be a community of other women in there and an opportunity for you to share your experiences, what's dropped in for you, uh, and to ask any questions that you may have. So if you want to join, and I would love to have you there, then click the link in the show notes to join my free virtual birthday event. I can't wait to see you inside. Okay, so now that I have got the important stuff out of the way, let's get back into the pod and let's talk about how to create healthy relationships with others without resentment. So the number one thing that comes up with clients is about relationships, right? How to foster healthy relationships uh, and relational issues, whether that be with a family member, with friends, or in their romantic relationship. So I thought, why not do a podcast on this? And so to start with, 
like the number one tip with all relationships is obviously communication. Like communication is key, right? You have to communicate with others in order to be able to connect with them, to understand their perspective. And being honest is a really integral part as well of communicating with someone. Because if you are simply just being a people pleaser and saying what you think someone wants to hear or not being able to say no, then essentially not only are you not being authentic and therefore the connection that you're building with that other person in that relationship is not going to be authentic either because they're not actually getting to know the real you, but you're also going to build resentment towards that person. Yeah. Because you just saying what they want to hear and not being able to say no and pushing aside your own desires or opinions or whatever it is, is actually going to build resentment in the relationship because you feel like you can't be yourself, right? And that gets exhausting. So in saying that communication is key, setting boundaries with other people is part of this communication and part of being honest with others, right? And being clear about your expectations and you know, what you will and won't tolerate and how you expect to be treated. Because at the end of the day, no one is a mind reader either. And so what one person might think is harmless or acceptable based on their own past experiences and perspective on the situation may actually not be okay to you. And so they may be doing something or saying something that's really triggering you or pissing you off and they have no idea. And then you're just building resentment in the relationship because you're not saying anything because you don't want to rock the boat, right? Or cause any drama. But essentially, you're then going to want to start to avoid that person or that situation because it's going to feel draining and you're not going to enjoy it. And then that's when relationships actually crumble or blow up, right? When the resentment builds and builds and builds and then one person just has enough. And often I see that happening and the other person's like, wow, I didn't even know like that that was bothering you. How did we get to this point of someone just then exploding, which isn't necessarily healthy either for you to just explode. So I think it's really, really important to set boundaries in all relationships, in your friendships, with your family, in, you know, even at work or in your romantic relationships so that people understand, have a clear understanding of what you will and won't tolerate and they don't have to attempt to read your mind and just know what you find acceptable or what you don't like. And so that is part of being authentic. That is part of being honest, showing up as your real self, being vulnerable and letting others know how you expect to be treated. And when you come from that place, that is how you will then foster a relationship, you know, a healthy relationship based on mutual respect, because they're going to have an understanding of how you expect to be treated and vice versa. Like I would hope if you're setting boundaries with someone that you also give them the opportunity to set boundaries with you in regards to how they wish to be treated and what they find triggering or not, because at the end of the day, you can't be expected to know those things either without them telling you. So before I get into my tips on how to set a boundary, I also just want to make it clear that I know that when we talk about setting boundaries, like 
it can feel icky for people. People are like, oh, I don't want to set boundaries. Especially people that have been people pleasers or that are people pleasers or that don't like drama or to rock the boat and that want to keep everyone happy. But again, I want to stress the importance here of this actually creates healthier relationships when you can be honest with someone about how what they're doing or saying makes you feel and how you're no longer going to tolerate that. Because instead of you trying to avoid that person or situations in future, you're going to be happy to see them because there's a mutual respect and understanding there as to how you expect to be treated and vice versa. And so essentially boundaries are a form of self-respect and self-love, right? It's not allowing people to walk all over you and make you feel like shit. It's you respecting yourself enough to say, hey, I actually don't like that and I'm not going to tolerate that anymore, right? And it's not about controlling other people. It's not about saying you have to conform and behave in a certain way or I'm going to leave or you have to do this. Like that is not the place we want to come from when we're setting boundaries. We don't want to be controlling another person because essentially they are their own person and they are entitled to act however they want. And they have free will. You shouldn't be taking their free will away from them. So it's not about controlling them, but it's about letting them know that, hey, when you do this or when you say this, it makes me feel this way and I don't want to feel like that anymore. So if you continue to behave in that way or say those things, then I will respond by doing X, whatever that is, yeah? So the important thing with setting a boundary is having a predetermined consequence or I don't even want to say consequence I want to say response yeah because you're not controlling the other person you're still giving them the option if they still want to say and do those things and behave in that way that's okay they are their own person they get to choose but they just then have all the information rather than you just cutting someone out of your life and never speaking to them again and they're like what happened they don't even realize what they did it's you giving them all the information of how their behavior or their words make you feel and then giving them all the information about, hey, if you continue to do that, then in future, I am going to hang up on you or I'm going to leave or I am going to walk away or whatever the predetermined response is. It's giving them all of the information about if they continue to do that, this is then how you will respond because that doesn't sit well with you uh, and doesn't make you feel good. And when they're fully informed, then they get to make that decision about whether they want to continue behaving in the way that they are and they don't care about what that response is. And if that means you leave, they're fine with that. That's fine, right? They have been fully informed. They've had all the information and they've been able to make their decision. But if they say, oh, well, hold up. I didn't know that it makes you feel like that. And I love you. And so I don't want you to feel like that. So they then choose to no longer behave in that way or say those things because they don't want to make you feel like that and they don't want you to have to respond in, you know, a manner of walking away or leaving or hanging up on them. Then, again, that is their decision, right? It's not your decision to make. It's their decision, but it's giving them all the information and the facts about what you will do in response if they continue to violate your boundary. So I hope that that makes sense for you. Now, the thing is with coming up with a predetermined consequence or response, like if if you're thinking, okay, 
I'm feeling resentful towards this person or in this situation. I need to set a boundary there to so that I can avoid feeling resentful in that situation or around that person moving forward. So you have to think, okay, what is my predetermined response going to be? Because you have to communicate that to them at the same time as setting the boundary so that they have all of that information and can then choose whether they want to continue acting in the same manner or whether they wish to choose their behavior once they're fully informed on how that makes you feel and how you're going to respond if they continue. So the the important thing with setting a predetermined consequence or response is that it has to be something that you are prepared to follow through with. So often, especially in like romantic relationships, I see people setting boundaries that if you continue to do that, I'm going to leave or I'm going to end the relationship. But that essentially is just a threat because they have no intentions of leaving. They just want the other person to stop doing that behavior, but they don't actually want to leave. Okay. And they don't have intentions of doing that. And so that would not be an appropriate consequence or response because that is just a threat if you have no intentions of following through. Like whatever the response is or the predetermined consequence that you need to communicate to the other person or the other people at the same time as setting the boundary, you need to ensure that it is something that you are prepared to follow through with. Like ask yourself, am I actually capable of following through with this? Am I going to follow through with this? Because if you are just setting boundaries and essentially threatening other people with no intentions of following through with your response or predetermined consequences, they're going to see through that pretty quickly. And that's actually going to, you know, probably cause them to lose respect for you rather than gain respect. And they're probably going to actually do those behaviors more and walk all over you even more because they're going to say, I know they're not actually going to do that because they said that last time and they never follow through. So I can do what I like and they'll, you know, it doesn't matter, right? They're not going to follow through with their predetermined consequence or response. And so that's probably putting yourself in a worse position than if you didn't even set a boundary in the first place. Okay. So make sure that when you are setting a boundary and you're communicating what the predetermined response or consequence is that you're going to take if the other person doesn't change their behavior, make sure it is 100% something that you are comfortable with and that you will follow through with to show them that you are serious. And it doesn't have to be, I'm going to leave the relationship. If you think, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't have any intention of doing that. Then it'll be just, you know, when you yell at me, I am going to leave the room maybe rather than end the relationship. Yeah. So it has to be something that you know, you are going to follow through with that you're comfortable with, but so that they take you seriously, because often, especially if you haven't set boundaries with people before, it can sometimes come as a bit of a surprise. Okay. Because especially if you are used to being a people pleaser and they're used to being able to do and say whatever they want and you always agreeing and not getting upset, If you then turn around and say, this actually does make me feel upset and I would appreciate if you didn't do it anymore, but if you choose to continue doing it, then I'm going to walk out the room, for example, when you yell at me, they might think, what? Usually they stand there and take it. And so often people will test the waters to see how serious you are. And so you, like I said, if they test the waters, you have to be sure to follow through with that predetermined consequence and response to show them that you are serious. And so that then they 
well, more often than not, will cease the behavior. If they don't and they continue doing it, knowing what the predetermined response uh, is or consequence is, and they just simply don't care about how that's making you feel and aren't taking any action to try and change their behavior, then to me, that indicates that they don't actually respect or love you enough. Uh, and I wouldn't be staying in any form of relationship with that type of person, whether that's romantic, whether that's at work, whether that's, you know, with your family. And obviously with your family, it does get harder, but there's family members in my life, as you all know, that I have stopped communicating with because they just didn't respect my boundaries, which showed me a lack of respect and ultimately a lack of love for me um, because they were happy to continue making me feel a certain way or, you know, behaving in a certain way that didn't make me feel very, very good. And and for my own mental health and as a form of self-respect, I had to get to the point of no longer communicating with those certain people. And so it does get harder. I'm not going to lie, but it 100% is for your benefit and 100% your life becomes so much easier when you only have relationships with people that are based on mutual respect and that make you feel good, right? That build you up and not tear you down. So as I touched on before, you obviously have to communicate your boundary to other people. People are not mind readers. They can't be expected to know things. And so when you're communicating your boundary with others, you want to ensure that you are communicating it when you are calm. You don't want to be communicating a boundary in the middle of a fight or argument when you're heightened because one, you're not going to be able to clearly set that boundary out and and communicate clearly yourself if you're heightened. And two, the other person is not going to be receptive to listening if they are heightened. Like it's just, they're not going to retain the information. So you need to ensure that when you set a boundary that all parties involved are in a calm state so that you can communicate clearly and they can listen and retain that information and you want to do it from a place of love not from a place of anger or resentment and so you know you also want to make the boundary about you not about them so it's not you make me feel this way it's when you behave in this manner you may not even realize it but I then feel like this and I don't want to feel like that anymore so I would appreciate it if you didn't continue to behave in that manner But if you choose to, well, then next time you do that, this is how I will respond and set that predetermined response and consequence, okay? So make it about you, not them. Often, you know, boundaries might apply to more than one person, right? It's like, I'm not going to accept anyone yelling at me. It's not just about you. This is about a standard that I hold for anyone that's in my life. Or I'm not going to accept anyone commenting on my body or my weight or my food choices. Or I'm not going to accept anyone, you know, whatever another boundary is, right? Like tearing me down. And so when setting those boundaries, Yes, it can be awkward at first, but if you're coming from a place of love and calmness and you're being clear that it's about you and your feelings and not about them and that they can still do what they want, it could even be your boss. Like if you choose to continue yelling at me, then I will find other employment because, you know, 
I just don't tolerate anyone in my life yelling at me. So it's clearly explaining that it is not about them, that it's a standard that you hold for anyone in your life. And it's just about your self-love and self-respect for your for yourself enough to only have relationships with people or only have people in your life that make you feel good. So you need to be really clear with that so the other person doesn't find it as a personal attack. Because if you sit down with them and say, you do this, you make me feel like this, they're going to take it as a personal attack. And that's probably not going to go well. And there's been times where I've had, you know, conversations around setting boundaries with all like family members, like at a, at a, around a dinner table. Yeah. It's like when people are commenting on food choices or even with my son, like the best intentions I've had, like grandparents say, Oh, he's well-fed or he's chunky. And like, he's a baby. Not so much now because I set that boundary pretty early on, but when he was a baby. And so, you know, when there was family over and we were all sitting around a table and, and a comment was made, I then set after that had passed and I wasn't upset, but I then raised at a later date with the entire family that look moving forward. I don't want anyone making comments about my son's body or weight or how well fed he is. He is a baby. He is healthy. Uh, and I don't want him to have body image issues or just be subjected to that kind of talk when he grows up. And so I clearly explained that. And I said, if you continue to make those comments about him, then I just won't be able to bring him to see you anymore. And those comments stopped pretty quickly, right? When they actually stopped and thought about what they were doing and realized that I had a valid point, right? Like I didn't want their body image issues in the way older generations have been raised to be projected onto my son. And most of the time when people behave in a way that offends us or that we don't like, yeah, it's like they're just running on autopilot. They don't, they're not even consciously aware. They're not even thinking how they're behaving. So, you know, you do sometimes have to pull them up on those things, but from a place of love and calmness and clearly explain how it's making you feel and why. And a lot of the time upon reflection, they'll actually see, like they'll actually then understand and have a bit more self-awareness around like, oh yeah, that probably wasn't the best thing to say. But if you didn't pull them up on it, they just continue to run on autopilot and they don't have that own self-awareness themselves to realize that until you say something. So often people can then see why you're not liking what they're doing or saying once you pull them up on it, especially if you come from a place of self-love and you communicate that clearly and calmly to them. But there will still be some people that just don't like to be told and that will just say, I'll behave how I want to behave. And that's fine. But they're just the people that it's really, really important to have those strong predetermined consequences or responses for and make sure you stick to them. Because if they are just disrespecting you, there's ultimately no point you having them in your life. Okay, that's just going to make you feel like shit. And you don't deserve that. So if you're not sure on where you need to set a boundary or where to start, start with asking yourself where in your life, are there situations or people that make you feel uneasy or uncomfortable or resentful? And that's a sign that you need to set a boundary. And then you need to ask yourself what needs to change in order for you to feel safe and respected in those situations. 
And then that's the boundary that you need to set. Yeah, what needs to change is the behavior that you're asking them to stop so that you can then feel safe and comfortable and respected. And then you need to communicate clearly this boundary in a calm and loving manner, explain how it makes you feel and why, and also explaining the predetermined consequence or response so that they have all the information and are 100% clear on what they're doing, how that's affecting you, and what you'll do if they continue to choose to behave in that manner. So hopefully this little solo app on creating healthy relationships with others without the resentment has been helpful and useful in regards to how you can form healthier uh, and more positive relationships in your life by setting boundaries and being able to openly communicate with other people and being honest with them rather than being a people pleaser because essentially your relationships are going to be based on the level of conversations that you're willing to have. You know, the people that want to avoid the hard conversations, those relationships probably aren't going to be as deep as the people that are willing to have those hard conversations and work through them and grow with the other people. So bear that in mind as well, that having these hard conversations, yes, it can feel hard. Yes, it can feel icky. But not only is it a form of self-love and self-respect in regards to setting boundaries as to how you expect to be treated or what you will and won't tolerate, but it also helps strengthen your relationship in the, the long run. It helps deepen your relationship and your respect for that other person and their respect for you. It helps you understand their perspective and they understand your perspective and for you just to feel more positive because you're not resenting them or trying to avoid them. So as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share it on your stories and tag me at Mindset with Danny. Uh, also a rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast goes such a long way for me and I really, really appreciate it. As always, guys, I hope you have a beautiful week and I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And if you want to join my free five-day virtual birthday event, then don't forget to click the link in the show notes and register. All right. Bye, guys.